Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Providence College. You're sneak peek at next week, episode number 549 for episodes originally releasing January the 22nd, 2020. Before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming Wednesday, Drew, uh, what else we got in the world of comics? What's going on? Well, um, we've got some uh, feedback from our wonderful listeners. Uh, first off, Eric Wolf says, The Hero Initiative sounds like a great charity to support. Put me down to join the challenge. I've invested my $100 in three books so far. Star number one. He's right out of the gate, Kyle. He's, he's doing better than us. Yeah, no he, doubt. Three books already. Um, star number one, the Campbell cover. Star Wars number Ooh, one. cover. Star Wars number one, the Adam Hughes 1 in 50 variant. Mm. And the Thor number one variant with Surfer on the cover. I've also created a Google Sheets ledger to track my progress throughout the years. Sounds nerdy, just like you, Kyle. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> I'll try to share it with you guys in case it can be of use to you or others. I figured that using a spreadsheet would be a good way to track money coming in and going out. Let me know if there are specifics I need to know to participate in the challenge with you. Here's a look at my spreadsheet. And he has uh, 10 bucks for Thor number one. Uh, he's got 25 bucks for the Star Wars number one and four bucks for Star number one. So go. he's down to 60 bucks. So he spent $39 so far um, in his investment. He's still got 61 bucks left. That's kind of nice. cool. Yeah. Right out of the gate. He's, we've got somebody, um, making some moves. So we'll have to, we'll have to get on the board, Kyle. No doubt. I went looking for some stuff again Monday, but, uh, didn't pull the trigger on anything. I was yeah. Thinking, I'm starting out a little timid and that needs to stop. <laughs> well, well, we do have the year. So it's true. true. But I, I'd hate to be like the last week of December and still sitting on a hundred bucks. Though I did fire off a, a, I was trying to pick up a, uh, an old collection off of a Facebook sale, but that fell through too. I was like, this could, this could make it or break it right here, but that yeah. didn't work. So that's pretty cool, Eric. We thank you very much for being a part of uh, the Hero Initiative Challenge. And uh, to remind everyone, uh, we, Eric uh, from Cowabunga has sponsored Kyle and I um, to search out spec-worthy books throughout the year. Um, and at the end of the year, sell said books with the proceeds to be donated to the Hero Initiative. Uh, the winner gets bragging rights. And he laid down the gauntlet that if any listeners want to participate, we could make it a fun little challenge for us for the year. And we are up to five people now. So it's Kyle and I, plus uh, three listeners, Eric, uh, Stephen, and Jason. So we are excited to see um, who the winner is. We've got uh, some, some stiff competition already. And we're going to have to uh, put our thinking caps on and make sure we do a good job. That's right. You can sell any time. You can strike whenever the iron's hot. Um, so whenever you get the ability, sell. You know, you don't have to wait till the end of the year and then sell. Just whatever your running tally is. Keep track. Now, if you okay, help me now. Let's say I spec on something. Yep. Sell it for fifteen bucks. Can I reinvest that fifteen again? Absolutely. That's 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 the so goal I, in my mind. So I can reinvest the money over and over again till the end of the year. Yes, because I, I, I'm, I I'm thinking at the end of this, I'll have you know six hundred dollars to reinvest, and I'll be I'll be I'll be really hammering through quite a bit of stuff here before it's all said and done. Nice. Okay. 
Uh, Marvin says, I want to compliment Kyle on his 2019 Best of Music selections. There you go. The most recent C4 FAP episode really helped develop the character of Kyle, in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the character of Kyle, in quotes, based on his musical preferences. He almost seems human. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> nope, we'd fooled you. He's not. He's a, he's a bot. He's That's a Russian exactly. bot. <laughs> Megan asks, why is there so much hate for The Last Jedi and Ryan Johnson? I thought it was great. And from your spoiler episode, you both seem to really like it. But now it's like J.J. Abrams rushed into a burning building and saved Star Wars. I just don't get it. Well, I um, I liked it at the time. I, I, I know there's a lot of vitriol out there. Kyle, what did, he, what did Ryan Johnson do wrong? I'm not an absolute hater uh, of it. I, and I love Ryan Johnson. Brick is one of my top ten movies of all time. I, I like Looper. I can't wait for Knives uh, to watch Knives Out. I like Ryan Johnson a lot. I didn't. I'm not attached to old school characters, so like I wasn't a person who was in any way, shape, or form offended by the 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 Luke Skywalker and the emasculation of Luke Skywalker and all the stupid stuff like that. That did not bother me at all. On a second viewing, everything that happened on the stupid casino planet was stupid, annoying, yeah. and needed taken out. Yes. I did not notice that on the first thing. On the second one, it was glaring that that was all a complete time waster Yeah, bad. Dumb side quest. That's true. There is only one thing in the entirety of Last Jedi that is kind of an unforgivable sin to me. Um, it is the only thing, and it's, it, 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 it's something that came to me post, and it's kind of something that I continue to get hung up on, and it's stupid haired, stupid purple haired Laura Dern and her garbage character. Um, for the reasons that in the last Jedi, they killed Akbar off screen in just a little saying he's dead. And then they gave stupid purple hair on Laura Dern, this epic send off death. That should have been, that should have been Akbar. Oh, okay. And that is the biggest thing that bothers me. I could care less about the, uh, the, you know, the Mary Poppins scene and flying through space. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. (laughs) Uh, that's fine at the time it makes for uh, it, that doesn't bother me the stupid laura dern stuff the stupid admiral holdor character and her getting that when we had a character that we we should have given payoff to that's the biggest thing that i hate from that movie everything else is fine i enjoyed everything else yeah uh, i i i watched it right before we saw the the last the skywalker movie the last uh-huh. one and um, watched it again, and I enjoyed it. But yeah, it's just like, oh look, you know, the couple of things jump out at you being kind of silly, but it's still fun. I Absolutely, don't know. and it's like at the time I saw a Star Wars movie in the theater. Yeah, I don't care how old I get, that is still awesome to me, and I still love watching Star Wars on the big screen, and I always leave happy, and that's just what it is. Yeah. Uh, have you adjusted your rankings, your all-time rankings of uh, Star Wars films based on your 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 new feelings of Last Jedi now? Yes. So I'm okay. still Empire. I'm still Jedi. So wait a minute. It's um, five, six. Five, six, and then it's uh, Rogue One. Wait a minute. Rogue One over yes. Star Wars. Yeah, I don't like four. New Hope's not great. Wow. Um, and then it is... Um, and then it's Sith, which is three, and then it's Skywalker. 
Well, you've missed a lot, <laughs> which is nine. So wait a minute. What about what about Force Awakens? What about Last Jedi? Yeah. What about Force Awakens is right after that? Well, I, I did top five. Did you do you want them all? Yeah. Five, oh, okay. six, Rogue One, three. Okay. Yeah. And then we're going. Uh, then you Force said Awakens, Skywalker. Then we go did Force say, Awakens. Did you say? Wait a minute. You said Skywalker, right? Yes. Skywalker's five. And then we go Force Awakens. Then which we is, go. Wait a minute. Which is uh, which is uh, eight? <laughs> no, seven. 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 Skywalker. Then nine. we go four. We go four. Okay. And then we go Jedi. And then we go two. And then we go one. So we go eight. I'm sorry. We go one. Then we go two. We. Okay. And it's strictly because Darth Maul. Makes so we one everybody two. universally hates. Attack clones. of the Clones. Yeah, well, not hates, but it's the it's the least favorite. Correct. And, and, okay, so like, you don't have Solo in put, there anywhere. You could put Solo down right above one and two. So it's above it's above Phantom Menace or below. We'll put it above better than Phantom Menace. That's crazy. You That's think it's crazy. worse? I think it's. I think Phantom Menace was pretty good. Yeah, Darth Maul's great. Mm, but yeah, but I like Solo too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's that's a cool list. Yeah. And you're an Empire guy, so you have Empire one. Or I'm you're a Jedi one. You have Jedi one. I'm gonna go four, five, six. Really? I, I'm gonna go original. I mean, the original is the original, man. In I'm that gonna order, go, I'm gonna go four, five, six. Is, you think is, A New Hope is the best movie in the Star Wars series? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> remember, remember. I was. I went you to see seven. it in the theater in 1977. You did not see it in the theater. So stop this crap. I'm sure I did. You did not. Where did I see it? I don't know, but it wasn't. I a, went you, to the theater. I went to the, took you to the theater. At I seven. went to the Shakers Theater in Logan, Ohio, with Shane. I went to Leon's and got some penny candies. <laughs> those look in some of those little candy cigarettes. I pretended uh-huh. to smoke them. You rolled that it up was in a your bad sleeve, omen like for, yeah, yeah. Fast forward to college, that was a bad <laughs> idea. Um, and I'm pretty sure we went to Star Wars. Yeah, it doesn't sound like any of our parents to take a seven year old to a movie. I think it was a big deal, dude. Everybody knew it was a big deal. <laughs> and then I and then I got I got action figures for Christmas. Oh, we're not going to start down this road, are we? And then Kyle came and destroyed them all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna go five six, four five six, and then I'm gonna go seven, and then I'm gonna go Rogue One, and then I think I'm gonna go. This hard. I can't do it. I, can't do it. <laughs> I, I, I I like them all. I can't do it. I can't just. I can't. I can't do it. So you scrutinized my list and yeah. then wept like a little girl and stopped halfway through yours. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I like the original trilogy better than the rest, but I do like a lot of the new stuff. But I also didn't think the prequels were that bad. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Let's move on. And you still need to watch Rebels and Clone Wars. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to mom. Find out if I went to see Star Wars in the theater or not. How much is it going to crush you if she says I don't remember? <laughs> uh, that's probably what the answer is. I'll, actually, I'll ask Shane because he remembers everything from our. There you go. I'll ask him. <laughs> All right, 
Jeff Jeff says, I was double and triple dipping on some of my favorite comics. I was getting the comic, the trade, a hardcover. Do you guys still do that? And do you keep all the formats, or do you sell them once you replace them with the next thing? Huh. Uh, I I have like like I have Saga in multiple formats. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't gotten rid of any versions. Um, I have uh, American Alien in multiple formats. I have Hawkeye in multiple formats. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I have. Now, yeah. I would. It wouldn't stop me from selling them. I could. I would. I would mm. sell my sagas, um, and I would sell. Yeah, I would sell. You know, like, like Walking Dead. I've, I've purchased digitally multiple copies of one, multiple trades, multiple omnibuses and compendiums, and. Yeah, I'll sell any of that. But yeah, definitely having a trade or a, a hardcover of something makes me much more likely to sell it because I can always go back and read it if, if that were to ever be the thing in the way. Yeah. So collecting in a secondary format does indeed loosen It makes your it grip. easier to liquefy everything else, yeah, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. It gets rid of the um, the kind of the, the nostalgia of, of holding on to it. Makes it easier, I think. But, yeah. I, you know, I don't... I sell, I'll sell anything, obviously. Um, and let's see. Oh, and he says, and thanks for bringing back the C4 Fat Bundle. Hey, nice. right. That's a great segue, Jeff. We'll talk about that right now really quickly. Um, our C4 Fat Bundle for, uh, is this April previews? No, March previews? What is this, Kyle? Well, it's currently January, so we're going February, March. February, March. Um, we've got four titles selected. Billionaire Island, number one, the cover B by Pia Guerra. Uh, Resistance, number one, cover A. We've got Dragon Whisperer, number one. We've got North Bend, number one, cover B by Tula Lote. All four of those titles are 45% off when bundled, and you can get them for like eight, $8. seventy-six. Eight seventy-six. Uh, get that from Eric at Cowabunga. All his contact information is in the show notes. Um, but you can always send him an email at eric at cowabungacomics.com and make sure you get on that list. Um, so that was... Do you, you don't remember the uh, publishers off the top of your head. I didn't write that down. Uh, Billionaire Islands, Ahoy Comics, uh, Dragons, Red 5, uh, North Bend Scout... And what was the other one? Resistance. I think that was Image. Image. What was Dragon Whisper? Uh, Red 5. And then F- Scout is North Bend? Yep. Man, you're good. You wrote that down, didn't you? Yep, my notes from last week. <laughs> well, all right. So speaking of uh, Eric's list, let's take a look at the FOC. Of course, the FOC is our final chance to order books that we did not order during the previews. Uh, usually a few weeks out, kind of our last part of the app, we get a chance to look at some art, maybe get some FOC exclusives, and just get the opportunity to, in Drew in my case, usually add quite a bit to our order. Um, of course, we get this wonderfully curated list of these things from Eric at Cowabunga Comics, and he even features a few things for us. Some of the things that he's featured as FOC items are from Dark Horse, Hellboy and BPRD. The Seven Wives Club. I am so much behind on any Hellboy or BPRD, so I don't understand yeah. anything that's going on there. 
We got James Tinney in the fourth and Peter Tomasi writing Batman Pennyworth R.I.P. Number one with a dope Lee Weeks cover, A. Eh? Oh, wow. Rest in peace, Pennyworth. Penny, Pennyworth. Pennyworth, it's getting real. He's got two books here. We've got a Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy number six cardstock variant. Uh, there's apparently two of them. Uh, we've got the Ivy cover or we've got the Harley co- cover. And if you put them together, they uh, make a really cool connecting cover. That is nice. That is very nice. Gwen Stacy, number one of five. Christos Gage writing that one. And a nice Adam Hughes cover right there on the cover A. And Nebula, number one. Vida Ayala writing that with a cool Jen Bartel cover A. You know, um, Eric's really good at this. Like, yeah. he's he's like yeah. he's like in sync with the stuff I like. Yeah. Like the, the, these these are the same type of books that I would select. Well, he, what's, he the number, he, what's the one number one rule of speculation, Drew? Pretty covers. If you like it, odds are other people will as well. Oh, that's that's a good one. It's a good yeah. one. Very much. All right, let's start with our FOC and see if we can find anything in Dark Horse. Anything else that Eric hasn't already claimed? All the good stuff. You are just bitter. Better, no, he's done, he does a great job. I'll take all the help I can get. That's for yeah, no kidding. Blackwood, morning after, number one, Veronica Fish cover. The next chapter of the hit cult fantasy series, Blackwood. So I didn't read Blackwood, so I don't care about the second part. But if you mm-hmm. did, don't forget the new one. Green Lantern is back for season two. I guess we're going down to D.C., with a 12-issue miniseries. Is that more Grant Morrison and Liam Sharp? Okay. Yeah. People that like that, like that. I'm not one of those people, but maybe this maybe this one maybe this one would grab me. But there are people. And to be fair, none of us are lantern people, so it's not like we normally do lantern That's true. and we couldn't get behind That's this. True. The final issue of Superman Smashes the Clan. Um been really cool. That's a really cool fun thing, even though it's even though it's an eight dollar book. Gene Young Lang does does doing a great job telling a great story and it's really fun. Did you do this Wonder Woman Dead Earth, Drew? Yeah. Yeah, I read the first issue. I liked it a lot. Heard a lot of good things about it. It's sitting there waiting for me, but I haven't jumped on it yet. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, these are in uh, DC Black Label Prestige format, seven bucks a piece. Um, you are not too late to probably run out, grab your cover A, FOC this by Monday, get on the train. It's a four issue series, uh, and get on it. So far, it seems very good. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You think you can still pick up the first issue? Yeah. yeah. I would imagine. Anything else in DC? <laughs> no. I was looking at Tartarus down at Tartarus. Tartarus. <laughs> Drew, you can't say that on a podcast. Oh, sorry. Um, Johnny Christmas doing the writing and Jack Cole on art. It's you sci-fi. Just, you just leapfrogged IDW and half of Image. Man, I'm moving. I'm moving it 
You are. You're fast. fine. It's all uh, good. I just I gotta, I get I, lost sometimes. Well, you can always jump back up. You got something pops up. You you got to talk about. You talk about it, man. Uh, hey, I, you know, I just thought maybe we'd talk about you know Spawn three hundred five since it's been a big thing for Image, but we we'll move on. You, if you care about Spawn, you talk about Spawn. So, what's Tartarus about? I don't know. You 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 interrupt me so many times <laughs> that I it's a sci-fi book. Who cares? I don't even want to look at it anymore. Drew, it's six. You ruined it for. Drew, six dollars. Tartarus is six bucks. Six dollars, forty-four pages. God. Again, Drew and I have a rule: if you want us to read your book, put those free pa- th- those pages in there, but give us a deal. Get give us, us a there. deal. Give us Focus. a deal. Make this thing look appealing. Don't put all the onus on us. Mm-hmm. You know, make it a bargain we can't resist. Man, Jessica Jones' blind spot was really good too. I'm down in Marvel, by the way. Um, <laughs> so this is the third issue, and I just read the first issue. Kelly Thompson doing Jessica Jones um, really has the sense of it feels like Bendis is writing it. It's really good. I like it a lot. Just wanted to throw that out there. There you go. For not a whole lot of money, we've got a Gwen Stacy number one J. Scott Campbell variant as well. That I'm not being given a sneak peek of, but I can essentially guarantee you it will be worth it. Yes. I'm probably not going to go with the Nebula, though. We have a Scotty Young cover they're not giving us. I think I'd enjoy a Scotty Young Nebula cover. You think it's a baby cover? Yes, that's that's normally what... When they when they have them like as the cover F the young cover, those are almost always the, the mm. younger versions. Spirits Ghost Rider Mother of Demons by Ed Brisson. Burning out of the pages of Ghost Rider since the dawn of man, she has birthed the worst of humanity's ills. Her kin call her Mama while men curse her name Lilith. I don't know what Lilith. Mm. Queen. <coughs> interesting. I am not in that world. It just seems interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a lot of heat on Star Wars Kylo Ren. We have a second printing of, the, of number two and the ability to get third here on the FOC. So, But those have had some heat on them. I've blown through the rest and seen nothing. <laughs> Nothing you care about in uh Nope. Gotcha. Alright, that appears to be all of our FOC items. The last things we thought felt we needed out of these. Yep. Um, our last bite of the apple for some things. You're not interested in alienated from Boom Studios? No, I don't think so. It's Cy Spurrier. Yeah, I know. I looked at it. I looked at the Wild Goose cover. It was all right. It's a subversive coming-of-age story about having all the power to change the world, but the unready hands to truly wield it. Boom has been doing really good stuff, so I'm sure I'll read it. Do we, yeah, I don't know much about Chris Wild Goose, but we shall see. All right, of course, this is our FOC. It's just a, an opportunity to add some things, take things away, and maybe get a little bit more information about things coming up. Um Sometimes you find a whole bunch of stuff. Sometimes you find just a few things you want to add to it. 
So just remember, if any of your uh, LCSs do FOC, they want those in by midday on Monday to add those things to your order to make sure you're not scavenging through the secondary market because you were too late to grab something. So, All right, let's slide over to Comicron, who has published their best uh, selling comics, best 500 selling comics of 2019. They haven't finished the the December list for some reason. Um, and they may not. We'll, we'll take a look next week to see if it's any more complete than it is right now. Um, and we might touch touch on it. Otherwise, uh, we'll just move on if they're not going to, uh, <laughs> to, to, to give us this information for free that we take advantage of. Um, <laughs> so, uh, overall, Marvel for the year had uh, almost 45% uh, share of comic sales with 40 4.72%. DC was at 30.74%. And Image was in third place, solid third place, with 7.69%. Then we dropped down to IDW with three, Boom with two, and Dark Horse with two, Dynamite almost two at 1.88. And then a bunch of people under one, early under a half Valiant, Viz, Archie, Titan. Oni, Aftershock. Uh, then Zenoscope is in like that next tier with 0.29. Uh, Action Lab at 0.25. Vault at 0.25. Everybody else gets the last 2.72%. So um, nice to see Aftershock um, on the list with some of these other smaller back half publishers. Vault. Nice, impressive that they're make they're they're getting name checked. That's good, mm -hmm. but but my God, you know we need to get them in at least into single digits. <laughs> um, so if we that that that's, you know, you look at seventy five. What is it? Sixty sixty five percent of the list is Marvel and DC. Big two comics. A little more yep. than that. What? I said yep. Yep. Okay. Um, and now we 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 kind of get a uh, reason why when we go down to the number of comics released. Yeah. Uh, Marvel released 1,191 comics in 2019. Essentially 1,200 books, 12 months, that's 100 bucks, or 100 books a month, yep. just month over month over month. DC uh, released 890, but you'll remember that about th with three, four months left in the year, Diamond started reporting their card, their their cover Bs differently. Uh, once DC started charging an extra dollar for their cover Bs with the card stocks, they started reporting them as separate comic SKUs, and therefore um, that moved the numbers up a little bit. So I don't really think so they're probably closer to eight hundred than eight ninety. I think we're probably closer to seven hundred than eight ninety. But. Dang. Um, We'll have to, you know, I'd have to do a deeper dive in there. Image No Slouch releasing 546 comics, which really, um, not th that's that's a lot of comics to only have seven percent of the market, mm -hmm. right? You know, yeah. So okay. they're, so I think some of the stuff they're putting out just isn't isn't catching on with folks. Well, obviously, um, IDW nearly 400 comics released. Dark Horse 250, Boom 250, Dynamite nearly 200 comics, 
Um, Archie 126, um, or about 10 a month there, it looks like. Um, Aftershock did almost 100 for the year. Um, thought that would be a lot higher. Yeah. Right? It seems that, like it. Yeah. Seems like Aftershock's a lot more prolific than that. They must have had some down months. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Zenoscope with 86, American Mythology with 85, Titan 83, Valiant 81, Lion Forge 59, Oni 52, and they are now a. Aren't they own the same company now? Aren't they merged? That sounds right. Um, but I guess they're still being reported separately. And then everybody else released another 900 comics for a total of, get this, Kyle, 5,395 comics over the course of the year. Um, it's tough to it'll be it's tough to read ten percent of that. Yeah. No um, and you know I can't even imagine reading half of that. You know I probably I probably read a thousand. I was gonna say you do that you do you do fine. Yeah. Yeah. I read. So ten percent of that would be five hundred and thirty nine divided by twelve months should be. So you're reading probably at least forty five bucks a month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am. Yeah. I am. But it's still tough. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, what else we got here in the breakdown? Yeah, they do combine graphic novels with everything, but that's okay. Um, that's kind of a snapshot. We can see what the big ones are. You'll remember most of these from our our list throughout the year. Uh, Detective was the top selling comic. Uh, the uh, issue one thousand with five hundred and seventy four thousand sold. Um, Spawn three hundred. Um, was number two at 275. So quite a drop-off between one and two. Uh, X-Men number one took the third slot. Black Cat number one uh, in fourth. Deceased number one in fifth. Then we got Absolute Carnage. We've got another one, Comics 1000, which was Marvel Comics. Yeah. We have House of X, House of X and Powers of X. And then rounding out the top ten is War of the Realms um, with 193,000. So we've now dipped below 200,000. As we look down on the list, we don't get below 100,000 until you get all the way down to rank 55 with Absolute Carnage number four, which was still selling at 100,000. Dang. So 55 comics sold over 100,000 over the course of the year. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Um, when you look on here, anything else jump out at you off this big master list of a lot five... of big numbers? <laughs> yeah, a lot of big numbers. A lot of ones, a lot of twos. Not a lot of uh, high numbers. No. And some of, and even some of the high numbers are artificially high. Yeah. You know, the... I mean, the the fact that we get about a sixty percent attrition this year on everything. After cover one or after number one seems to be pretty backed up here by these numbers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Probably some of the one of the big stories is you can kind of take a look at Batman over the course of the year and just see it's you know steadily, steadily falling, declining. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and until it gets to its. Uh, 85th issue at 60,000 or whatever it ended up landing. We'll see if it rebounds next month with uh, mm-hmm. James Tynan. 
coming back. Uh, but that's it for the 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 year. Unless you had something else that jumped no, out at you. A bunch of big numbers. Just trying to remember things. And I'm like, oh yeah, I remember when that came out. When that yeah. came out. A lot of comics b- b- released. Um, I am of the opinion uh, that less is more in comics. Mm-hmm. I would lo- I would like to read a greater percentage of the comics being put out, and um, at fifty three hundred <laughs> a year, it's it's a challenge. Yeah, like if it was cut in half, um, I, I'd like that, but it, I'm afraid it would still be. Marvel and DC wouldn't change their output. It'd just be the little little guys getting pushed out. So I don't want that. And of our top ten best selling books of the year, there's one three ninety nine book and a ten dollar book, two ten dollar books. Yeah. So our 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 love of sticking to a lower price and still being able to do this is just taken out back and shot in the head. Yeah. Yeah, it's too bad. All right, let's shoot over to um, to see what's selling on eBay this week. And these are uh, from Cover Price Top 10. They collect all the eBay hot sellers. And this is for the, the week that um, uh, ends today on the 17th. And number one for this week is uh, New Mutants number 18, uh, which had uh, the first full appearance of Demon Bear. Um, and sold 47 copies for about 12 bucks raw. And there's some nine eights floating around there that got a hundred bucks out of it. And I guess based on the New Mutants trailer, must be an appearance of Demon Bear in there. Yeah, looks like it. I didn't even watch that trailer. I did not either. Uh, Ex Machina uh, is hot. It's at number two. Um, it has been optioned for a movie. Uh, not the first Brian K. Vaughn to be optioned for a movie and then never ever come out. But let's keep our fingers crossed. Um, first issue sold 25 copies for about 20 bucks, and I have a stack of them somewhere. <laughs> um, and a 9.6 selling for 87 bucks, so might be worth sending that bad boy off. There you go. Uh, the Clock, number one. The new Matt Hawkins uh, book come, came, from Image came out and uh, was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. And. It sold 22 copies, um, but just for about double cover. Not even quite double cover. Um, the New World number one came out. Uh, this has already been optioned. Uh, 11 copies sold for about $19. I don't think I read this one. I didn't no, either. I'm not sure what this is. Let me let me click this one. Just find out what that is. It'll take you to the eBay listing. Try and look at the cover and see if I recognize it. I might have missed this completely. When did this come out? We didn't like it. What it was about, if I remember. Yeah, it doesn't look we familiar. About it. We didn't like it. What it was about, if I remember. Ah. Yeah. Uh. Uh, let's see. We also have the New Mutants number one. Uh, sold another twenty-six copies. Uh, for about ten dollars a piece, and a nine six sold for one hundred and six. Uh, Star Wars Kylo Ren still hot. The second issue, a twenty one and twenty five variant, selling well. Twenty two copies sold for about sixty two dollars. Um, the first issue still selling, fourteen copies. Average price of twenty seven dollars. And then at rank 
eight. We got New Avengers number seven. The first appearance of the Illuminati. Uh, rumor that Endgame may have set up for an introduction of Illuminati. Mm. I don't remember that. Um, it sold 17 copies for $8 and a 9.8 for 50 almost. We have, Mar- we have Marvel's... Uh, well, you include back in a little bit on New World number one? Sure, sure. Uh, $5 issue one is one of the reasons we, we didn't we weren't big on it. Okay. And it starts with a... It's a weird solicit. The United States of America, after the Second Civil War, two lovers meet one a straight-edge vegan hacker, anarchist boy. So that's probably where you lost me in the solicit with a penchant for the yeah. state. The other I could... Uh, yeah, so... Yeah. Mad Max and Romeo and Juliet was how it was built. Uh, okay. And yeah, five bucks. I, uh, I, I raspberried it. That's that's the end. So. Um, we've got Marvel graphic novel number four. Um, this is New Mutants related. Uh, the first team appearance of the New Mutants sold for eleven copies for around thirty two dollars, and a nine eight at six seventy seven. So man, I don't remember that at all. Marvel graphic novel number four. Okay, I have that. I'm looking at it right now. Well. Um, you might want to. You have a nine eight by any chance? It looks good. Okay, I, okay, so like, it's in perfect condition, but it's got that weird thing where they ran a black marker over the top of them. Ah, uh, you think that kicks the? Yeah, the, yeah, I do. I think yeah. I think that definitely kicks it down. Um, so like, let's do that because that that's nearly the beginning. St- it's perfect, but if you like, if you look at the top, you can see a, a little black line. Yeah. That's a PGX 9.8, but <laughs> not a CGC 9.8. Yeah, no doubt. And this that's the one I, I, I wanted to get Claremont to sign next time we were somewhere he was. Oh, the, okay, that changes things. That's a, that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Then rounding out the top 10, we've got Detective Comics Batman 80th Anniversary Giant. Features an uncensored version of the first appearance of Batman from Detective 27. Has a super low print run. This Grail of Walmart DC Giants sold 12 copies for $137 that week. Who knew? I did. I told you about it last week. But, but who knew why? I mean, I, yeah, no doubt. Uh, now, this is the first I'm hearing that it's got a uh, uncensored Detective 27. So what was, what was censored before, I wonder? Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Hey. Someone will tell us. Anyway, that's all for uh, the top 10 from uh, of eBay Hot Sellers. Let's shoot over to our sneak peek at next week. All right, let's head over to previewsworld.com. Find new releases find January 22nd, 2020. And we'll start where we love to start. Let's start in image. And, of course, we have American Jesus New Messiah number two. This was our top secret cover that we never saw any covers for or anything and we continue to not have covers or art or anything for these and of course that's the mark millar project i i i that since that was a sequel um i didn't even try to attempt to read that one i gotta continue on middle west i stopped around issue eight but i really was enjoying it so i gotta jump right back on Uh, i'm usually you know pretty all in on image this but this whole week's offering, the only thing I'm reading is Heart Attack. That whole list. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Surprising. There you go. Well, then let's see what Dark Horse has to offer for us. 
the end of a bunch of things. So, like, the end of Ethan Disappearance of Violet Bell, the end of Triage, the yep. end of Mask I Pledge Allegiance to the Mask. So, uh, and the end of Count Crowley's Reluctant Monster Hunter. So, Dark Horse ending a bunch of their series this week. Yes. IDW has Ghostbusters Year One. Eric Burnham writing that. So, Kyle, like all Walmart giants, they all end up uh, being released the comic shop. So, when that detective comes out, it it won't it won't have that uncensored reprint in it, will it? Wouldn't see why not. I don't. I don't know that I remember a difference between the insides of any of these books when they came out to the shops. I don't think they had the reprints. I think they just had the new stuff. Ah, very possible. But I was, I you know, when I was searching for this, I was finding Batman number one from two years ago. So they yeah. they may have given themselves carte blanche to c- continue to print these as well. Gotcha. And we can't just say Walmart Giants anymore because there's now Target exclusive Giants. True, true. Are they? Have you checked to see if they're heating up? Uh, they were they were double cover a couple weeks ago, but I'm sure they've settled since then. It wasn't anything too crazy. So twenty bucks. Wasn't it four ninety nine? And they were going for ten. Oh, I thought they were nine ninety nine at Target. Well, maybe I wasn't paying attention. I don't remember. You might be right. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't swear to it. Down to DC, we've got four of seven for basket full of heads. And we have a milestone issue for Wonder Woman, 750 It's a $10 book. Got a bunch of different decades covers. People are less excited about that than they were about um, detective and action, but there you go. still nice. Very good mm-hmm. Francisco Matina cardstock cover on uh, Batman as well. Nope, nothing else there. Drew has ripped his notes up and thrown yep. them away. He's yep. going off book. I'm going up the. None of that's good. All right, let's head on down to Marvel. I'm going to continue to milk Venom for all he's worth. There's Web of Venom, Good Son, number one. We just had Venom the End, I think, didn't we? Or was was that Venom or Carnage the End? I don't know. I get him confused. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy getting another number one reboot. This with Al Ewing and Juan Cabal on it. Um, it looks like we've got your typical, a fairly yeah. standard Guardians of the Galaxy. Looks like we got Rocket Raccoon there. We got Nova. Who else? Constant reboots. It doesn't bother yeah. anybody anymore, I guess. But uh, yeah. it still drives me nuts. Volume seventy-five. There's a, a Fantastic Four 18 with a Smallwood variant. I love that. Drew, you ever thought to yourself, I wonder what would happen if Captain America ever fought Dracula? Mm, yeah, well, all the time. Think no farther than Ruins of Ravencroft Dracula Number 1 by Frank Thierry. Eek, Frank Thierry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, nothing, nothing at Marvel doing it for me. True Believers, Criminally Insane, Purple One, Purple Man Number One, which is an old Daredevil yellow suit cover. That's cool looking. 1964, Daredevil Number Four. Huh. Did you talk about this web of venom? I just glance, you know, they said they're continuing to milk milk venom yeah. with yet another number one. Which I thought was, but it's a very odd cover. Dylan Brock and Normie Osborne. We talked about Normie Osborne during the uh, the Red Goblin phase. And Dylan Brock, so we have uh, kind of the uh, opposite of our super sons at DC. They survived the trials of absolute carnage. But what's next for Goblin Child and Son of Venom? Interesting. All right, down to Dynamite. Boom, and all of our other stuff. Yeah, I'm. <clears throat> I, once I, I'm going to have to. Future, the last once in future. Yeah, that's good news. Boom. Well, not good news that it's ending, but I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm excited yeah. to see what's going on. Looks like a good one. Now, if we uh, if we continue to skate down to a Blaze Comics, we have a, a book called Kids with a Z, first issue, um, written by Aurelian Duke Hedre. Ha <laughs> ha! Great name. With uh, art by Jocelyn Jurett and a cover by Esdras Cristobal. It has been three months since a terrible epidemic turned the population into zombies hungry for fresh meat. Only after devouring almost all of humanity, the undead themselves began to wither and fall from famine. Somewhere in a suburban town, Ben, 10 years old, and still traumatized by the death of his parents, forms with his friends the last battalion of humanity, and between hunting zombie survivors... Uh, expeditions to amass food, toys, and comics, all filmed by the aptly named Spielberg. Life flows rather peacefully in their world until something worse than a nuclear disaster or the four flashing red rings of death on an Xbox 360 hits their small community. Two girls. Dun, dun, dun. Looks pretty good. Yep, and a cool-looking B cover that I believe is an homage to the, uh, uh, what's that stupid vampire movie? What is it? Um, Lost Boys. Lost Boys. Yeah. I'll tell you because I see seen it like fifteen times. Which one? Cover B. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. That's definitely Lost Boys. Cover C is an homage to Ghostbusters. And cover D is an homage to. Mm. I can't remember on that one. Mad Max, maybe. Yeah, maybe something like that. It's cool. Those are cool. Might be worth getting a four-pack of those things. Uh, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Is Goonies number... Is cover A Goonies? Uh, Yeah, it could be Goonies. Can't remember anything about nothing. They're neat covers. Seems like a neat premise. Very cool. 
it's probably not Mad Max then. That's because if it's all, of course, that's Ghostbusters. That's not really a kid's. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. What's, uh, I have to look into that. Very nice. Very nice. Freaks and Gods, giant size number one for six bucks from 215 Incorporated. And that, sir, is all. Yeah. Yeah, nobody cares about Casper. Don't think we care about Betty and Veronica. What if number one? Mm hmm. All right, Drew, this is one of the podcasts where I ask for your pick of the week. What's well, the one book to make sure you run into your LCS? Make sure you pick up an app bag and board, get, take home, and just make sure you hold on to it. It's got to be kids. I'm going, I'm, I'm waffling back and forth between cover A and cover B. I think I'm going to land on cover B. There you go. You are nothing if not a waffler. And I'm going to cop out with the sixth issue of Once in Future. Good call. I was thinking that same thing. So those are the ideas. Were any of these ideas spec-worthy for your upcoming Heroes Initiative uh, uh, competition or just regular spec-worthy? Um, if you disagree with any of the things that we chose, feel free to drop us a line. Be part of the podcast. Tell us what we missed on this week or if you think we were just perfectly right and we got it 100% like we usually do. Feel free to drop line and tell me that as well. So, of course, that can all be found when we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, I think you still got us a Tumblr account, Gmail, all that fun stuff. So, reach out, be part of the podcast, uh, drop us a line and say hi, and tell us if we missed anything or whatnot. So, for Drew and for myself, see ya. See ya. No way you saw Star Wars. <laughs> No way. <laughs> no way.